What is up, everybody? I'm George Mossy. I am here with my co-host, Sharona. Night and Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Part 2 of the Tell All has aired. And there's a lot to get into. I don't want to waste a lot of time. But I do want to say this Tell All was action-packed. And it did put a different side of Angela out there. And I know some people don't care. But, like, it did put a different side of Angela out there. We're going to get to that. But first, I want to talk about this Ed and Liz situation. Because we saw that Ed was talking to Rose. And Ed had temporary amnesia. Sean brought up that he can remember every single thing that Liz has ever done or said. When it comes to texting or messaging Rose, his ex, he had no recollection whatsoever. And it kind of reminded me of like one of the court cases with one of our presidents where he was like, I don't remember that. I have no recollection of doing anything of that nature. Kind of reminded me of that. So it's like he has this temporary amnesia. Whenever he did something wrong, he doesn't remember. It's kind of making Liz feel like she's all on her own. She's always the crazy one. She can't get through to him. And even when everyone on the cast, even Rose on video call calls him out, Ed refuses to take any responsibility. He, he goes as far as to say, me speak no English, as though he was pleading the fifth. So where do you, I don't even know where to start, but like, what are your thoughts on this situation? Oh my God, where can we start? I mean, <laughs> first of all, how disrespectful is this little man? Can I just say that first? How disrespectful. And then you're being called out on national TV. The woman that you're talking to is saying what happened she's like yeah we talked you asked to freaking come here like that's crazy and they're like well we have the the screenshot so let's bring it up and liz goes and looks at it and he's just like that didn't happen like what there's proof like are you like how is someone that insane i don't understand it's almost like in his mind, he never did anything wrong. And even with proof, even presented with text messages, screenshots, with Rose live in the flesh on the screen saying, yo, you did message me. You said you wanted to come here. And he still said, well, I didn't do anything wrong. We probably weren't together. It doesn't really matter because you just said to Sean prior, 30 seconds ago, I didn't talk to her. I didn't message her. I don't remember any of that happening. So whether or not he and Liz were together was irrelevant. And I feel like Liz trying to get Ed to take responsibility for anything in this relationship is where it goes wrong. He's never, ever at fault. And she can't handle it emotionally being always the person who did something wrong. She doesn't know how to be in a relationship where she can't do anything right. And I don't know anyone who can. Like, if you're in a relationship, you can never do anything right. You feel like you can't be in a functional relationship. And she said it best. She said the only functional real love relationship that he's going to be in is with his dogs. Those dogs are only the only living things that are going to fully love him. And what do you think about him asking for the ring back? Like she was hurt because of what happened. And she said that she didn't think that she had any respect left for him. And instead of saying, I apologize, I was wrong. I should have admitted it. He asked for his ring back. That was insane. Like mind blowing. What the hell is this guy doing? It's like every time we see him, he just keeps getting worse. Like you messed up and you're asking for the ring back because your girlfriend, fiance, whatever she is, is upset at you because you're trying to cheat on her. Regardless if you guys were together or not, you're still talking. You're in this entanglement. You're messaging this other woman and then you're mad at her for being mad at you. Like that doesn't add up to me. Like he's like, he cannot take the blame. And then when he told Liz, when he's like, you're putting on your performance. Yeah. Like, I was screaming. 
I'm like, what performance is she putting on? She's showing emotion, the emotion that you don't like, the emotion you created. It's so misogynistic. Like, this guy's insane. It's insane. I mean, asking for her ring back when you did something wrong. (laughs) I can't. I cannot. It's beside me. Well, after he said that she was performing, did you notice he told her to sit down? Like, it was that... That term right there just, it made my blood boil because she stood up after she read the messages and she was like, I'm hurt, I can't believe He's like, let's sit down. This is just who you are. This is your problem. And I'm thinking, her problem is you. And the fact that he felt like you could tell her to sit down and calm down, like the worst thing you could ever tell a woman to do after you've lied to her and cheated on her is to tell her to sit down or to calm down and stop overreacting. If she wanted to put on a performance, if she wanted to jump up and down and do cartwheels and jumping jacks, she had earned that right based on his bad behavior and lies. And I just hate the way that he feels that he can control her like she's some sort of puppy. Like he's just like, sit, don't do that. Don't talk, be quiet. Like I just hate it. And I really, really, really to God hope that she walks away from this relationship because she's just so much better than this. And Shadi even said it. Shadi was like, you're beautiful. You have good toes. Did you catch that? She's like, you have amazing toes. You don't need to be with this man. I'm thinking like, so that's what men are looking for now? You got to have amazing toes? See, I didn't know that. Well, you know, people do go on Feet Finder and sell feet pictures for a lot of money. It is like the new thing. And you know, maybe that's Liz's next venture too. We we don't know. Apparently she's got the best toes. I love that for her. I haven't seen them, but now I, I feel like Liz, post a pic. You know, everybody is saying they're beautiful. I want to see. I'm not a toe guy. You know, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Speaking of toes, so Libby and Andre. So unfortunately, we didn't get Jen, Megan, Pamela, Chuck. Like, they just brought Becky and Charlie to the show. And unfortunately, we didn't get Jen. I love Jen. Jen is one of my faves. Mm -hmm. But Becky definitely was there, and she stood her ground. And we watched the interaction between Charlie and Andre. And Charlie had a statement where he was like, if anyone was to report you based on how you treat everyone, not just in our family, just everyone, somebody probably did. And I agreed with that, but it also was a very incriminating statement because when the lawyer came out, Charlie was like, well, what proof do you have it with someone from the family? And she's like, well, we don't. He's like, well, yeah, you don't have any proof. And it kind of incriminated him a little bit because Andre's lawyer was like, you know, it's a felony to report any false information to the federal government. But I was like, we've all watched Andre on TV. It's like, no one needs to lie about Andre. We've seen some pretty horrible things. And I guess being manipulative isn't a crime. Being verbally abusive isn't a crime, I guess. So I guess whatever they said in this complaint, alleged, I'm sorry, alleged complaint, there's no absolute positive proof any complaint ever took place. Whatever, what could have been said would have to be proven. And if it had no basis to it, then nothing would come of it. So why they're still waiting on a decision is interesting. And the lawyer said, there could be something that happened in his past. Now let's go back like years. And remember when Andre was back in Moldova with Libby's family and every time Chuck and Charlie tried to get any information regarding his past, he mm-hmm. flipped out. He starts yelling, okay. cursing. He even had a friend of his who uh, told him a little bit too much about his past and he flipped out. So I'm beginning to think maybe there's something on his background that did get uncovered, that maybe was missed because he did live in multiple countries. And we did learn that Andre spent some time in America on a, what was it, a travel visa before he met Libby and he overstayed that visa for two days. And I do know overstaying a visa can get you banned from the country for seven years. So 
let's wonder, has it been seven years since he was here on that visa? Because I guess that wouldn't matter if it's been seven years. So I'm just wondering, is there actually something really basis towards this? Because in my mind, I always thought this was like a filler to the story. I never thought that his status was ever in question. Did you ever think his status was in question? I didn't think it was. No, I never did either. Not at so, all. I'm just wondering, is there any basis to this? Because I think that Andre's status is fine. He's going to get his three-year renewal. He's going to get his permanent green card, I think, at five years, and everything's going to be fine. 2,000 years later. So one thing I do want to talk about, I noticed that Andre had a statement that he said to Charlie. He said to Charlie, I don't care what you think. Your words don't matter, and Libby doesn't care about you. And he was saying how Libby doesn't care about her family because he's his family now. And we kind of watched Andre make decisions for Libby and speak on Libby's behalf. And I think we've been watching, well, actually, we have been watching this all season, even in the past season. Libby seems to be the only one who doesn't see it. Like, Andre is making decisions for her, just like he decided that she was not going to Pamela's, her mother's birthday party. She wasn't going, even though Andre could stay his ass at home. Mm -hmm. and let her go and celebrate with family because the only issue was they were afraid that Andre and Charlie were to get into it. So why would Andre be there? Andre wasn't even invited. So why wouldn't he just let his wife go? So we watched Libby have to explain to Sean that she does care about her brother and she mm -hmm. does care about her family. And even though Andre feels that he's her family, she does deep down wish that they had a relationship, which is completely the opposite of what Andre has been trying to say this whole time. So what do you feel about Andre controlling Libby's mind and how she feels and speaking for her? Like going to the restaurant and ordering for her. Like that's that's just kind of what he's doing. I absolutely hate it. I don't, I feel like he's silencing her in so many ways. And I'm really glad that she stood up for herself this time. And she was like, no, babe, that's not true. I love my brother. I love my siblings. Like you can't tell someone you can't love your family or you can't love your friends because I don't like them and I don't get along with them. That's just way too like overbearing and it's so controlling and it's sad because you can tell she wants to say stuff like when they showed the clip between Jen and Andre fighting and Libby's just kind of sitting there and then she finally stands up but, like the whole time that they're arguing she's just sitting there with this blank stare on her face so it's like behind closed doors is she afraid that he's going to say something to her he's going to be upset that they're not agreeing on the same thing like why can't she just be open because when you see her with her sisters or her family she's so open she talks about her what's going on in her life with her and andre and she wants to make it better but he doesn't want her to make it better and i think that's crazy i don't he, understand it he doesn't want her to have a relationship with her sisters and i've seen this a lot with controlling men like, they kind of separate you from your family. They separate you from friends. Like, when Libby said that she got pregnant this season, she said that she had told her gynecologist, which I guess is who told her, and her yeah. dentist. That is it. That was the only two people. She couldn't even tell her family. They had to find out on social media. Wait, she did tell her dad, Chuck. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And she told Andre's father as well. But she couldn't tell anyone else. And that's crazy because her sisters were so close with her. They were actually pregnant together. Mm -hmm. On their last pregnancy, they did everything together. Um, their kids played together. And I think it's crazy that this isolation has gotten to the point where she can't talk to them. She can't see them. And it's his decision because she says, oh, no, this root of the problem started before Andre got here. But I feel like the problem has been exasperated. Like it's gotten to the point where they can't even be at the same place at the same time. And the common denominator is Andre, whether she wants to agree or disagree. He's the one person 
that seems to be present whenever there's a fight. And even Ed said it. Ed is like, every time I see a fight, Andre's there and Andre's drunk. Or Andre mm-hmm. had been drinking. And it's like, you want to place the blame other places. And unfortunately, Libya is allowing it to happen. She's she's letting them put the blame on Charlie, put the blame on Jen, put the blame on Becky. Everybody else is a problem but Andre. Everybody has a part in this. And until they understand that, they're never going to see eye to eye. And it's just sad because they were a close family. Before Andre got here, they were close. And unfortunately, they're not going to be close again until Andre allows them to. And I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I really don't see that happening either because I feel like he's definitely like, you're my wife, so I can do, or I can tell you what you have to do. And I don't think that that's fair. Like, it's not fair to tell someone, like, what they can eat, who they can talk to. Like, don't, let's not post this. I don't, I just feel like as a woman with, like, sisters and friends, hopefully Libby still has friends, um, when you're, you're pregnant, the first thing you want to do, especially, is tell your sisters. Like, if I got pregnant, my sisters would be the first people to know because we're so close. And, like, that's just what you do. So, it's, like, I also really want to understand because she made it seem like it was their decision to tell just their dads and post it on social media. But was it? But was it? It was not. I mean, it was Andre. He, was, he didn't want them to interact. When the sisters reached out and said they wanted to meet up before we saw that fight, Andre mm-hmm. wasn't invited to that either. He decided that he didn't want his wife to be present where there could be people that could persuade her to to believe things or say things or do things without him being present because he always has to be in control of her mind and her thoughts and what she's doing. And that's like manipulation 101. And it's just, it just sucks to me because she doesn't see it and we all see it. Literally everyone can see it but her. And that's what hurts about it because it's like she deserves to have both sides of the family. She should have her husband, her kids, her sisters, her brother, her dad. The parents, they already have a large extended family and they should just have both. And I feel like as long as she's letting Andre control who she can be around and who she can talk to, and it's it's just, it's hard to watch. I just hate seeing it. And I really want different for them. And you can see it that hurt in Becky and Jen because they remember a time when they were close with their sister and they could do those things together and they carried babies together and they delivered babies together. And that's just not a thing anymore. Well, the only thing that I'm hoping... Oh, oh, I hate to cut you off. We ran out of time. We're going to come back. We have a little more to talk about with Libby and Andre. And we have to discuss this Angela and Michael situation. There's even more drama. There's more layers to the story, guys. I'm George Massey. Make sure you follow me on at George Massey at all social media platforms, georgemassey.com. And anywhere you get your podcast, this is Sharona. And you also need to follow her. Her links are right here. We'll talk to you all really soon.